Welcome to the AI Hustle Podcast, the podcast where we break down the latest in AI news, tools, and interview experts helping you hustle and do more using AI. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AI Box. AI Box is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. So in a move that really defies current trends in startup valuations, Databricks, which is a front runner in data analytics and artificial intelligence software, recently closed their Series I funding round, um, amassing over $500 million. Like I said, their valuation is now at $43 billion. The funding round is notable, especially as a lot of other uh, late stage startups, like I was mentioning, have seen their valuations slashed due to a funding slowdown. So um, this doesn't seem to apply to Databricks. The last company or the last time the company had its um, did like a round of funding, I think was actually back in August of 2021. It got one point six billion dollars and it had a valuation of thirty eight billion. So now it's up to forty three billion. I'm assuming like their valuation actually went down from thirty eight billion after that round because they did that in 2021. Um, so they probably tanked a little bit. Then they've done a lot of really good a lot of good plays and bumped the valuation up and now we're able to raise at an increased valuation. So big kudos to them on getting over that uh, valuation slump that most companies have been stuck in. The additional $5 billion um, really kind of tacked into the latest valuation indicates that not all of the you know ships out there are sinking with the tide. So the investor lineup for this Series I round they just did um, was a bunch of kind of like pre-IPO and strategic funding. They had T. Rowe Price, Morgan Stanley, Fidelity, Franklin Templeton, among uh, a bunch of the investors that were kind of filling the pre-IPO quota. And this, I think, is suggesting an anticipated transaction to the public market. They're raising a ton of money. Their valuation is going up a lot. Once you get into the 40 billions, you're you're, uh, you're getting pretty dang close to an IPO. I think um, Instacart, their valuation recently kind of tanked, but they're looking at doing something like 27 uh, billion if the, the numbers I was seeing recently are accurate. So you know, you you can say like that is like a definitely like a household name, um, and Databricks is not, but Databricks will will be uh, a quite a big player in the space, and so I think uh, this is going to be really interesting to see see where this goes exactly. Um, one other thing I will say is that on the strategic end, they had Capital One Ventures and Nvidia that also put some money into this round, so uh, it looks like they're also grabbing some really solid um, you know strategic partners. I think the partnership with Nvidia is definitely not a surprise. Databricks has kind of been doubling down on its AI capabilities, contemplating its traditional strength in data and machine learning software. And Nvidia concurrently is witnessing right heightened demand for its AI driven chips and software so much that you know countries are reportedly working to secure uh, secure chip supplies for their own economic interests. It's like an economic interest thing. You're seeing like, the U.S. block certain chips from NVIDIA from not being able to go to China and other places because it's like a, you know, it's like a national security thing. So in addition to all of these new investors, um, I think he also had private investment 
firms like Andreessen Horwitz and Tiger, Tiger Global also participated in the Series I funding. So really, they had all the all the big players in the space. Um, you know, how has Databricks managed to kind of secure a quote unquote up round in the landscape, which is full of you know investment strategies and like people that are a lot more conservative, um, looking for more conservative re- revenue multiples. So according to the company, its revenue run rate for the quarter ending in July 31st exceeded 1.3 or 1.5 billion. And it also has a global customer base exceeding 10,000 with 300 of those clients contributing at least a million dollars in annual revenue for its software and services, right? So they have over 300 clients paying at least a million dollars in annual revenue, right? $300 million, boom, right there. They have 10,000 clients. The, these guys are printing money right now. So while some earlier data hinted at slowing revenue growth, Databricks contends that its fiscal second quarter saw the, quote, strongest quarterly incremental revenue growth, end quote, in its history. So such performance, I think, is making investors really bullish about the company's potential to surpass even its current lofty valuation once it goes public, right? So this, the kind of this valuation isn't the end of, I think, where we're going to see Databricks rise. I think post-IPO, um, all things remaining, Databricks is going to see some solid growth uh, into the future. So, however, I don't think this means that Databricks is a is like in a rush to make an IPO, given its effective revenue multiple of 29x. The company's pricing seems slightly high for the current market, um, and I think that this implies a strategy of continued growth to justify its current valuation once it hits the public market, um, which is kind of signaling a deferred IPO. So. I think the new influx of capital seems less like a lifeline and more like an enabler for Databricks, which is hardly scraping the bottom of its cash reserves. It has a ton of cash. It's making a ton of cash. And I think the additional funding may very well offer the company the kind of the latitude for other strategic maneuvers. Um, it has this massive AI market. Um, and I think the the fresh half a billion dollars is going to serve as a significant booster for Databricks's kind of competitive ambitions. And this is also actually after I've recently seen a report saying, that oh, almost 50% of CEOs said that AI was one of their biggest uh, spending expenses that they're they're forecasting for in the future. And so I think that Databricks is going to get a ton of that cash and we're going to see this company continue to climb in the future. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thanks for tuning in to the AI Hustle podcast. If you could do us a massive favor, we would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps people find the podcast. It helps people know this is a good place to go. And we would really, really appreciate it as it helps us continue to bring on incredible guests and share incredible content for you to listen to.